0: Brand new banger. Banger. This DJ is breaking all the knobs off. Let's go. 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 Hot shit. Hot (laughs) shit. Here it comes. Yeah, so I'm the alpha. I feel pretty in charge. Oh, no. I hung up on a boat. So I was, you know, the (laughs) man in charge taking over, like, sending Junior to his room. (laughs) Daddy, what's up? People like me. People tell me I'm like. Or we could hold them. <laughs> you never want to be looking up, behold.
1: <laughs> You're actually live on the league hypecast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find this girl
0: attractive. I didn't find this girl attractive. I was having
1: a lot of Thursday conversations. And so I honestly thought today was Wednesday.
0: They had to take off the, the Trump flag and retire the truck nut. <laughs> I'm into it. Don't forget to subscribe, babe.
1: Welcome aboard to the Runaway Licorice Train podcast, an official C K K F L podcast production. <laughs> Andrew Jupe, Chris Attaway, how we doing today, Junior? Good in the house. Good man.
0: I got a little, I got a little nervous. Uh, I thought you were gonna throw in a third K there, and it was going to go in a totally different direction.
1: Triggered. Yeah, we might lose our sponsorship, so we got to be careful with those kind of things. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It, it's a dangerous line. Dangerous line. So I think I figured out, Adway, when we go back to the sponsorships, remember how I was kind of asking everybody if they heard a sponsorship when they listened to it back? Mm-hmm. So evidently when you insert a, a uh, sponsorship slot to the podcast, you have to have a sponsor on standby. So like you have to add that sponsor file. So that's like already if you have one, that's not you reaching out to Anchor and saying, hey, I have a uh, sponsorship opportunity. You need to get in this. So nobody heard it is because I basically added a file that didn't exist. And so the way it processed it didn't go through. So um, now we know it looks like we're going to have to do all the work, uh, which makes me wonder why we even have anchor in the, as a whole out right of way.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's uh it's kind of a bad system. I've I've been moving towards, you know, just the live pod just for convenience sake for you. We don't have to <laughs> upload anything. Everybody just gets on a phone call at <laughs> once and we just it's live.
1: Yeah, there you go. I'll I'll set it up. Uh of course we'll do a we'll do a scheduled weekly um <laughs> conference call. That will be punctual, on time, and brief, um, just like all the filmings and recordings of previous podcasts. That way, um, yes. If- but unless
0: unless you are on as a guest, there's no talking. <laughs> you just listening.
1: Complete silence. Yeah, we could <laughs> we could uh, use uh, Sharpless's uh, work Zoom platform, and uh, we can be co-leaders, and then everyone will be muted. Unless, uh, yeah, they are guested, and then they will be given a platform where they can talk. Because, <laughs> as you know, <laughs> as you know, Attaway, we don't want to hear other people talk; we just want to hear ourselves talk. Um, so, yeah, of course, <laughs> that that
0: will be our only our only non lead guest is uh, that wife because. He loves to put her through listening to us. Yeah. So can, at a granular level, pick yeah. apart our flaws. Yeah, that was
1: hilarious though. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, serious fans only. Uh <laughs> for the league by the league. That was good though.
0: <clears throat>
1: I got a big laugh out of that. <laughs> I just I just imagined the uh the Seth Carroll household seth turning it on (laughs) nope (laughs) shut start (laughs) shut down (laughs) so what's like uh what do you what do you imagine seth's next step out of way do you think he retreats into his room and then uh or or what's kind of his his reaction what's the next step because you know seth needs to listen because he has to know what's going on and he has to uh he has to k- commission his way in there, and uh, so like, what's his what's his backup to that when it gets shut down?
0: Um. Uh, I mean, Seth. You know, I mean, if you're in my household, you know, I'm breaking out the bongos playing <laughs> uh, I'm disciplined, but uh, you know, I'm not gonna speak for me. <laughs> Uh, but Seth's not one to retreat to his room, so he probably curls up on the couch, puts his headphones on and a a nice blanket and listens, uh, in that way. But it sounded like he just powered through it and made her listen because she, she seemed to have a lot of, uh, points on the whole podcast, so.
1: (laughs) Unrelenting. Yeah, he went over to the, went over to the corner, uh, pulled it up on his computer. (laughs) That is true. That is true. Seth is a man of the public domains. Mm. Curious about all his business in the the yeah. uh, common area. I remember when we were roommates back at uh, the what is now the Aqua Club. You know, mm. I'd walk out, Seth there, living room, et cetera. Oh, yeah, but Adway, uh, give us a little uh, clarification because you said you're going to break out the bongos. And I think a large part of the league doesn't necessarily know what that means. And I think Slappy uh, Sharpless would be interested uh, to see what that actually means. Kind of set the scene, the origin story, I guess, and how that's been crossed over to an act of discipline, just for people who are unaware. (laughs) Because obviously we bust out laughing, and other people are like, what the heck does that mean?
0: Well, that's kind of a common thing in my life. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, breaking up the bongos, I'm sure this is in Britannica and Webster's and... uh, any respected uh, encyclopedia or dictionary.
1: Yeah. Something that's been peer
0: reviewed and published. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's just like when someone needs a spanking, but it's, you know, one hand, ain't going to do it. You know, you don't need a shirtless scoop and score. Mm -mm. Just kind of tickle down there. You need to, you need to really, you know, kind of, kind of go to town. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you, you need, you need both hands, but it's also kind of more like, uh, You know, it's more fun for you. It's more like, you know, tuning up an instrument kind of thing. It's not so much angry. I mean, you you never play the bongos angry, do you? You know, so it's kind of light, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, uh, I agree. It's it's kind of an enjoyable situation. Uh, I always (laughs) think of that. I don't know what came first. Is, like, the FSU Bongo cam or the bongos and then us realizing it at the FSU games and it being that much more hysterical, but you know, you just turn them over, putting on your lap, bup, 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 bup. you know, it's not like as devious. Like when I hear the bongos versus I'm going to paint that, but your back porch red, like that has malintent. And like that's trying to yeah. do some damage on the backside. It's like when you get that, it's the old, uh, the bongos versus that two hand power slap out of way. And you're,
0: and you're, <laughs> you're, yeah, when you get when you yeah, you get the one hand over the other one for support, like CPR style, <laughs> like trying to kind of bring life back into that.
1: But you just ang- um, angle it down, inflicting maximum damage, and I'm doing it now <laughs> as we're talking.
0: It's more so, yeah. You know, it's more so just like humiliating, mm-hmm. like when you think about the one hand. Like if you're gonna paint someone's back portrait, you're just you know one hand like a lot of force. But if you're if you're, you know, breaking up bongos it's humiliating in the sense of like, man, this person is <laughs> just like using both hands and, you know, I, I I can do nothing about it and they're enjoying it kind of yeah. thing. You
1: know? <laughs> it's definitely a power move. It's definitely oh, yeah, a, a sure. establishing an alpha in the relationship out of way. Something I'm sure you yeah. can appreciate.
0: <laughs> yeah. Many, many times.
1: <laughs> for sure for sure i don't even know what we're talking about um some kind of bongos <laughs> some kind of discipline not that i ever really know what we're talking about out of way as i feel like we just kind of have an open-ended conversation uh for you know an hour hour and a half two hours or so um yeah anything on the agenda or anything pressing both life fantasy um, that needs delving into. We had some shake-ups in the playoff picture a little bit this week, um, if we okay. want to talk about that. But it's it's kind of the same cast of characters for the most part. Um, not yeah.
0: not a lot of movement. Gross, gross strikes again, man. Um, he just, you know, he thought he had one in the bag, I guess, didn't play a full roster, and <laughs> got hosed. So... <laughs>
1: Yeah, what was uh <laughs> so what was worse for you, Adaway? Put yourself, we'll do a little role play. So I already had you be Seth, right? So now I'm going to have you be Gross. So basically I'm having you impersonate all the cellar dwellers this week. Um so you're Gross. What is a worse burn? Picking up the L from Seth who potentially had a shot at historically awful season. Of course, Marty's record once again safe Adaway. So uh, pop the cork like the Miami Dolphins do when all the undefeated teams have been vanquished at least once. Uh, pop the cork. Marty's record is safe once again. But what's humiliating? More Adway, if you're gross. Uh, the loss to Seth, uh, given the roster situation, or <laughs> the savage certified birds that uh, Dirty Dave... And uh Seth Carroll, the commissioner, were dishing out in in the league uh group jet.
0: I mean, it's kind of compounding at that point. It's like uh injury man. I mean he just it, it, and it was kind of a, a bad feeling I feel like, for everybody involved just seeing Dave and Seth who should be <laughs> against each other at every point and everything in every way of life. Mm-hmm teaming up on somebody, it, it, it hurt my soul. Yeah. (laughs) It was, that that was a big, (laughs) (laughs) big loss for everybody there. That's
1: true. That's true. I could see that. I always see the league in kind of a three waves, or I guess three pieces, three to four, five pieces. If you think about it, or uh, like you think about, if it's split up into three or four teams, you've got team one is Seth versus team two, everyone else, ten people, versus Dave. <laughs> and it's kind of a three-tier system. And then if there's some kind of divide in the group, then maybe we can get ourselves into a one versus five versus five to one or some kind of semblance of that. Um, (laughs) but anytime you get those two, man, you get these dangerous circumstances when, uh,
0: Seth and Dave are on
1: the same team.
0: Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's weird, man. It's weird. Cats and dogs living together.
1: You ever see that, uh, show Nickelodeon, uh, Cat Dog?
0: I did. I I did watch that as a kid. I haven't seen it, uh... Seen it in a long, long time. I'm waiting for the gritty reboot, uh, <laughs> 2020 live action.
1: Also, the <sighs> the uh, uh,
0: the adult version. <laughs> I can't talk. Uh, would uh, Would you classify yourself as more of a, a Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon child?
1: Dang, that's a very good question. I didn't really watch much of either of them growing up. Um... There were serious restrictions on television and internet at the jupe household back in the day. Um dang. Good question. I guess I would remember I guess I would say Cartoon Network when I was kind of in that age. I would watch some Nick at Night, you know, when they did those reruns back when I was kind of late middle school, early high school. Um that I would watch some Nick at Night, but I guess in kind of prime cartoon stage I think I would go Cartoon Network, man. What about
0: you? I think I'd have to agree. I mean I was a little I was a little fat boy, I was a little mm-hmm. lazy one, and I would watch T V all day, so I had shows from both sides that I enjoyed. Oh but you know, if you went back in time, gun to my head as a little child, um I'd probably pick Cartoon Network. Big uh Big Johnny Bravo fan. <laughs>
1: oh, true. Uh, forgot about that. Yeah,
0: Dexter's Lab. Yeah. Scooby Doo reruns. Yes. Uh, I, I like getting uh, scared witless by Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, yes. Disturbing imagery on that show. The, yeah, that show was
1: very dark. I was. There were definitely a couple of instances where I was legitimately frightened from that show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A, I, I've heard the theory that, um, and I guess it's maybe a not that big a theory I guess I never really thought of it this way it's like uh like it's not really that scary it's just the way that a dog views the world like it's just normal people in normal circumstances but like you know how dogs get freaked out like right I just thought that was kind of an interesting interpretation of that Huh.
1: Interesting. again
0: waiting for the gritty reboot of courage the cowardly dog um, <laughs>
1: Add it to the list <laughs> Wasn't uh wasn't Ed Ed and Eddie on Cartoon Network too?
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That show was ridiculous. But I like those guys dynamic. <laughs> you just had the the gullible moron, you had that nerd, and then you had just that schemer who was always trying to get with chicks.
0: Yeah, yeah you that was a uh that was a uh, grungy uh neighborhood of kids man oh. a weird crew
1: <laughs> yeah that was a i want to say a gruesome twosome but there were way more than two of them yeah but that whole hood was jacked up
0: yeah yeah interesting show though yeah there were uh there were a lot of a lot of cartoons on there man and i watched a lot of them <laughs> and i don't know how that how uh how that helped shape me if it was good or bad, probably not that good, but whatever. I drank a lot of milk, counteracted it. I had strong bones.
1: There you go. Yeah, it did. It That's was the very silver lining. <laughs> it was very pro
0: milk. Uh you ever broken <laughs> a bone out of way? I never have, no. Yeah. Um They say I, I've heard that you like there's some bones that you just break, like like some little bones that break, but obviously not counting that. Like mm-hmm. you, you just don't even know. But outside of that, um, no, I've never like broken my arm or leg or anything. So All that milk. That's why they
1: call you the milkman.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's probably, you know, partially that, but also partially the fact that I wasn't that adventurous. I wasn't out there climbing up trees and ramming into walls and stuff like that.
1: So. Well, it makes sense, Attaway, because we all know your uh, greatest adventure wasn't until the, what, 2000, 2013, 2014? Do you remember what year it was in uh, the, in, in Austin or in Dallas? The, Dallas? Oh, yeah.
0: 20, 2014, yeah, the greatest adventure. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. If we edited this, this would be a point in time that we would kind of clip that song, of course, uh the preferred version, Nick's preferred version, Attaway, uh, which of course is um with the troll version, the troll version of the greatest adventure. I, I honestly don't
0: even know what you're talking about. No the, the l- troll version.
1: like the the cartoon ver. Oh, car. Sorry, the cartoon version of the oh, Hobbit. That's what yeah. I was trying to get at. But I was just thinking high voices of, um, like Chipmunks yeah chipmunks uh, we never mix in the chipmunks though yeah cuz for those who don't know so we were going on this austin road trip with the boys and we we're getting all hyped up and so adley was getting us going uh he's like everybody bring it in here and huddle up you know we were we were getting ready for this monster road trip uh and um, so we had, to, we had to hold Clayton back with a leash because he was just about to <laughs> rip. He was about to rip out of that parking lot and put a land speed record to uh, the outskirts of Austin, Texas. And so Attaway gets everybody hyped. He's like, you know, and so everybody's like, oh, man, what's this? This doesn't happen a lot. So we're thinking this is going to be like an Attaway motivational speech. And then he's like check this out, whips out his phone, starts playing the cartoon version of The Hobbit Greatest Adventure. Do, 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 do. And uh, Nick's just like, come on, and walks away. It's like, dang, Nick, so much for that team-building I get- exercise. Yeah, I, I got I got
0: Nick going pretty good, though, too. He was, I uh, told him, wait till they drop the bass, and when they dropped the bass in that song, uh, Nick, uh, that, that got Nick amped. But anybody who doesn't know it, I watched the cartoon version of the Hobbit growing up and, uh, is uh, what the kids today would call lit. It is excellent. If you're, if you're looking for a good jam, look up the greatest adventure by Bill Yarbrough from the (laughs) Hobbit. Um, but yeah, that was one of those cartoons I watched a lot as a kid and didn't think anything about how corny or cheesy it was. And then, uh, we went on a, a school field, field trip, fourth grade. We all went to St. Augustine. I think that's a typical thing they did throughout at least my region of Florida. Uh, maybe not the St. Augustine and Jacksonville kids. Maybe they didn't do that so much, but we you know, we took a trip on a bus and they had asked us, uh, our teacher had asked us, if you have any movies you want to bring that we can play on the bus for the whole class, let and so I was like, oh, this is a good idea. The kids are going to love The Cartoon Hobbit and I put it on there, and everybody on the bus just roasted me. They were laughing at me and pointing at me for liking that movie, and uh, I was a little embarrassed, but it, it thickened my skin. And I still love the Cartoon Hobbit. There you go. i have watched it again.
1: Cartoon Hobbit is fun. I remember watching it uh, at some point yeah. <laughs> at the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I love that story, and I was hoping you'd go into it because uh, that story makes me laugh, and I just imagine... Little Adway, little Mr. Junior get <laughs> smashed. There you go, yeah, man. I, bigger and better things
0: Yeah. Bigger and better indeed. I have gotten bigger. And I'd like to think I've gotten better since I'm in fourth grade.
1: <laughs> I mean you can drive, so if nothing else. You drive. Little boy yeah. <laughs> little boy couldn't go nowhere without his mom or dad.
0: I can have cookies for dinner if I want.
1: <laughs> I'm a grown man. <laughs> You're just a fart face kid. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, but who's the... Uh, so who, who's getting bigger, better? I'm about to slide in here with a little Chris Attaway transition segue. Mm. Uh, no handlebars. Um, who's mm. getting bigger and better in this league, Attaway? Yeah. Um, some emerging stories. Jordy clenched. I don't know if we said that. Jordy clenched and clenched officially yeah. this week. Um, so we look at the top of the divisions, Attaway. Are they who we thought they were?
0: Um, No, I don't think that – right, well, let me pull the standings. But what, it's Jordy at the top of one and
1: – Dave,
0: on the other side dave dave yes um i have been a believer in dave's team the past couple of years since he reloaded cleveland Cavaliers style got the number <laughs> one pick multiple years in a row through shady names um dun, dun, dun. he's got a really solid squad and uh he had a lot of injuries and and things of that nature to start the year so his team wasn't performing the way it it ought to be and uh, so now i think he is. And, record doesn't really matter in that division. So, you know, he's right where he needs to be. And then Jordy, you know, I, I was surprised. I liked some of what he had, but I had little nitpicks about his roster, and now I've realized that they don't matter because he's made about one move the entire year. So <laughs> his his team, I, I don't remember who I was talking to about this, but his team does have kind of a 2015 Caleb Gross feel to it where – right gross had a killer draft and then didn't really do a lot of moves from what i remember the rest of the year was carried by some of his stronger players and just you know killed it and went on to win it all and lost like two games all year so that's kind of what i feel like with with Jordy. i feel like he could do the same thing like two losses maybe he loses during the bucks by week and the rest of the year he just rolls yeah
1: yeah, he does have that buck stack. Was a key element. Gross having three plus jets. Jordy having three plus bucks. I don't know. Dot dot dot. Draw your own conclusions. Jordy, uh, like we say, clinched. Also, still shot at that regular season record. Only needs three wins to get there. way.
0: you think it's doable?
1: Right. Do you think it's doable for Team Jordy right now?
0: Definitely doable, but I think you might have a tough week 13.
1: Oh, um, shout out.
0: Shout out to me. (laughs) Um, No, just, I mean, not having Brady and um, Brady and Rojo and Fournette combining for 50 points, you know, might hurt him, but
1: we'll see. Yeah, I mean, potentially there's a situation. Uh, let me check out these matchups with um because it's Nick and Nick and Cody are two games back right so they're yes. they're seven and three so do they play each other this week don't want to get ahead of ourselves as far as matchups but
0: I believe Cody's already played Nick but I could be wrong
1: because if they Okay, yeah, so they could, basically the point I was getting to, they could potentially both lose. If they both lose, then uh, Jordy clenches the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Because Jordy has beaten Cody and... Oh, no, that was, that was Cody's what? schedule, sorry, sorry. Oops, I'm making crap up. Points oh points four tie break. Yeah, forget that. Okay. So Jordi if Jordy yeah. wins and those those other guys lose, Jordy could lock up the number one seed. That's what I was trying to say. I was uh yeah. you know, I was still on that head to head grind. Uh gotta get out of that old uh what was that? Two thousand seventeen, I guess the last time that was around that made a big difference. Yeah.
0: Probably. More like twenty seventeen BC, it's so antiquated
1: <laughs> dated but yeah so that's yeah that's just my thought
0: yeah jordy is like uh jordy is like the the pumpkin pie of the league right now
1: oh okay get him with those thanksgiving transitions out of yeah
0: H- hit it with we're that. all transitioning this year
1: there you go <laughs> all transitioning A year of changes. Um, Yeah, let's do that. Let's go through a little Thanksgiving meal. Something I think we've done in years past. uh, Nobody really remembers. Um, I remember it vaguely, but it's always a fun seasonal thing. We may or may not get another podcast in before Thanksgiving, so we don't want to deprive you. Adaway said Thanksgiving power is what he said Um, (laughs) so eloquently. Uh, So, yeah, so you said Jordy's pumpkin pie. Is that a good thing, and why?
0: Ooh, uh, I mean, I love pumpkin pie, and I think from my experience, um, pumpkin pie, and I guess you could say this with a lot of different recipes, um, but I feel like in my experience of pumpkin pie, it's pretty standard. Like, you try and get it as close to what is... um, what the commercialized standard product you could buy at a bakery or Publix or Walmart, Sam's, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's pretty standardized in that sense. You don't mess with it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's killer. It's great. You know, it's going to be there at the end. You know, it's going to be fantastic and you want it to be the same. You don't want to mess with it. You don't want to fiddle. You want the same, you know, standard pumpkin pie. You get it like once a year. That's Jordy. You don't know, fiddle with that lineup. You know, you know he's gonna be there at the end. And, you know, that's 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 why I would make that comparison personally.
1: I like it. I like it. Not, it is ch- and I like it covered in whipped cream. Yeah boy. <laughs> Which I think he has been, right? Or I know he's been covered in <laughs> chocolate syrup. Uh,
0: you might have to ask Paige. You know, about that oh! <gasps> <laughs>
1: Hey, Jordy, uh, type in hashtag Red Face if you just blushed right then. Uh, let me know. <laughs> I'd be interested to, to get the insight there. Uh, but yeah, it is funny. Um, uh, sometimes going back and, and tracking it out of, I was looking at <laughs> looking at the numbers of the podcast. You know, uh, averaging about seventeen listens a week. Uh so no big deal. But um okay. yeah, I'm always like also what is that UK? Uh, Who's in the UK listening listen
0: to that? And I'm like, oh yeah it's Jordan. Also to clarify with that we're we're just messing with Jordy. As far as I know, um we're just messing with him about that. There's nothing like serious there. So in case people are like, Oh hey, Jordy's been hiding something from us so, not that I know, unless he's hiding from me too. So true. That would be interesting. Before we, yeah, before we get blasted in the comments.
1: <laughs> uh... Yeah, there's definitely going to be some backlash. <laughs> Set the record straight. Yeah, also on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Um. I like that. I like that little Geordie pumpkin pie. Little whipped cream.
0: Yeah, you... I, I would say, let's let's do this for these, let's alternate, and then if you disagree and you have a, a better pick, mm-hmm. you just roll with that one. Okay, I like that.
1: Um, well, let's, let's go, uh, dang. Okay, let's go, hmm, hmm. what do I want here, what do I want here? Um, Okay. Let's go – I'm going to go Team Cody, and I'm going to say green bean casserole. Um, Because especially – so, like, on the surface, it looks intriguing, right? And then, like, if you stir it around, like, it just looks gross. Like, at the beginning of the (laughs) season, uh, like, a lot of people, including myself, are just like, that doesn't look like a winning team. But to me, I'm a big green bean casserole kind of fan. And so I've been convinced Attaway, as has been on the record numerous times, and I feel like throughout the season, incrementally get getting more so on board. I think it's well documented. Is Cody for real? And then I'm like, hey, Cody's for real. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of Cody Squad, up and coming, not only in the present, Attaway, but this is a core potentially that could be around for, you know, two, three years, uh, depending on how everything goes, um, especially solid around the number one fantasy quarterback in the league right now, Kyler Murray, who Attaway has not had a sub-30 fantasy performance, as in he has not scored less than 30 points since week five of the NFL season, Attaway. We are currently getting ready for week 11. So it has been a calendar month and a half since Kyler Murray has not scored more than 30 fantasy points on a weekly basis, uh, which is kind of astounding. And, um, mm. I mean, Homeboy's just a one-man wrecking fantasy
0: machine. That's that's one long, slimy string of points oh, right there.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to slurp that Christy one K. up, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I was trying to think of what to say for Cody because it's just ripe for um, good comparisons. Uh, he's a team that even on his own level or from his own side, he's he's kind of said, "I don't have a winner," mm. from what I understand. But he's got some good pieces, and you know, Green Bean Castro. I can't say I'm usually a fan, but um, you know, I do like what uh, what I've seen. I mean, how could you not? It's one of those that you you know people doubt it, but it's like you can turn your nose up at it, but when you see your Uncle Greg off in the corner shoveling Green Bean Castle <laughs> straight from the bowl, you know there's something good there. Respect. That's yeah. <laughs> true.
1: Yeah, I, Al- also number one fantasy tight end, Travis Kelsey. So number one quarterback, number one tight end.
0: Truth. That's the key. Um. Yeah, I no, I think that's a perfect... Uh, Comparison. I don't really have anything else to say on that. If you do, speak now. Um, otherwise, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to, to Seth's team, uh, and I'm gonna say he's like the third backup mashed potato <laughs> that somebody else brought that like nobody really touches because there's a lot of other potatoes that are better. And somebody tried something weird, and there's like moldy potatoes get in there. Um, I don't know, just trying to just trying to make something happen and copy other people. And you know, yeah, I've seen a scenario where my, my backup potatoes have traded away juju, and then needed to have them back a week later. So just kind of desperate for attention, I guess.
1: There you go. There you go. That's that's pretty good. Because uh, I was looking at it like as far as like player rankings so obviously talked about Kyler number one Travis Kelsey number one for Cody and he had uh two people that were not in the top 30 in his starting lineup this week at their positions and then I look at Seth's team contrarily he has only two players in the top third or in the top 20 at their positions and it is the kicker and the defense uh no skill positions in the starting lineup uh that are top 20 in their positions uh so yeah those are some rank potatoes for those of you in tallahassee that remember the potato famine uh dad away this is kind of a similar ordeal um yeah, it's a uh, it's some rough stuff. It's some, it's some rough stuff. He's definitely got a couple COVID guys on there, so I think the moldy potatoes, you know, kind of that infection kind of angle plays well, suits him here. And, uh, yeah, not a lot of action. Yeah, Uncle Rick is definitely not going all in on these potatoes. Uh, so I think that's fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> Third string potatoes. That's good, man. I don't really, I haven't really thought these through at all. So this is. <laughs> uh, but check your notes. <laughs> yeah, check our notes for our, our pre-show that we did. Um, of course, pre-show, actual show, and then post-show edit. Um, how it, <laughs> how the order of the night typically goes. Um, I just clicked on Clayton. Uh, no real uh, vision here. Oh uh, Oh this is one thing. It is not a traditional um, Thanksgiving dish but I had some friends uh, back home that they it was in their family they would do this every year. Basically all they call them was roast veggies so they get uh, basically two or three big like cookie pans. And they cut up, like, all kinds of vegetables. So, like, carrots, squash, zucchini, onions, um, and kind of other stuff. Um, you know, whatever, cauliflower, broccoli, whatever kind of you want, I guess. But, you know, kind of that crunchy stuff or stuff that'll bake well together. And then they just throw, like, this little seasonal seasoning. I don't know what is in the mix, uh, but it's just roast veggies. And um, mm. really enjoyed it, actually. Uh And, um, you know, kind of flying under the radar, you know, it's not going to be your big hitter. Um, You know, you may have some disappointments if you're not big on cauliflower, if you're not big on squash. And, you know, squash can get kind of weird if you put it in the oven or you cook it. You know, if you don't cook it long enough, it's got that crunchy edge, soggy center. Um, So obviously, you know, like some disappointments in the year. I mean, I think Clayton is the only person to have three or more significant long-term injuries that weren't COVID-related to, like, serious players um, on his ball club. Um, of course, it was Cortland Sutton, OBJ, and uh, Chubb. Um, but back in the mix, uh, flying under the radar, and uh, obviously uh, thanks to the, um, the medical staff in Los Angeles, uh, Clayton – Gets himself a bona fide baller, a quarterback um, who is now mm-hmm. ranked QB seven. Um, after you know, I don't know anybody that I talked to that thought before week eight we'd see Herbert the pervert out there. Um, but I mean, he's got a he's got some hard hitting quarterbacks, um, some nice crunch on those veggies, a nice little seasoning in there with some of these skill guys uh, drafted. Justin Jefferson. Um, So, Clayton's smooth young boy is getting seasoned up and getting thrown in the oven. Maybe a little time to bake as we uh, get on the back half of this thing, as Clayton's starting to warm up potentially, but um, also a big year from Stephon Diggs, uh, making the transition. He's also transitioning out of the like we are. <laughs> Wide receiver four, um, kind of a rejuvenation of Diggs
0: in Buffalo. Um, but
1: yeah, gluten my roasted veggies.
0: Yeah, I, would, I I mean, I thought that Tyrod Taylor was, unless he was winning, which I didn't see him winning a lot. You know, maybe Herbert was going to get in there, but I didn't think Herbert was as good. So, mm-hmm. uh, it, but it certainly did help. It playing a little voodoo doll on um, on Tyrod and just poking him in the chest before the game, but. I'm fine with that. I mean, if I personally had to, you know, compare to Clayton and not just his team, Clayton would be like somebody running around scooping all the, the marshmallows <laughs> off of all the different desserts and putting them in a bowl. But, you know, I'm, I'm down with the roast veggies. I like that. I like it good. You know, something I, I never really partook in and I kind of started to notice recently is people making uh, roast Brussels sprouts with broccoli, or not broccoli, like bacon and stuff in it.
1: Oh, those are so good. Well, I love some roast Brussels sprouts, a little bit of butter on top of there, but then you get bacon in the mix. That sounds pretty dynamite. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Dynamite indeed. I, You know, I'm going to pick gross here. I'm going to say gross is like the can of uh, the, the can of cranberry sauce that somebody just opened up the lid and just, you know, poured it down onto the plate next to the Turkey. And you can still see the, the can line.
1: Oh, I love that sound though. When it's coming out of the can, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could see gross doing that sound and the big old childish grin on his face first off, but Hitting the in terms bark. of his team, yeah, in terms of his team, uh, you can see the can lines. It's like, he's not even trying. <laughs> um, everybody knows it. It's clear. It's there. And, uh, I don't think it's going to get him too far. So, you know, in a grade, some people love the cranberry sauce, but there's not another time of year that you ever use it. So it's not really that dependable outside of once or twice a year, which is about how many wins he has. So.
1: Oh, true. <laughs> This is true. Yeah, I like the cranberry sauce. Well, I like the metaphor for the cranberry sauce. I do not like cranberry sauce as a whole. Um, so I think it fits. Do not like Gross's team. Um, like you said, there are some elements. Like you said, some people like cranberry sauce. That way, I think Lamar Jackson was something to like. And if I'm gross, like I'm pissed, like because you expected Lamar Jackson to carry this team. Um. Uh, I think QB 12, you know, especially for people who redrafted, you know, um, like in my other leagues, um, which we can kind of segue towards that way. Um, But no, not really. Um, But yeah, I think that's been gross. Um, It's also been sick. But uh, Cordell Patterson had a fun game the other night. Uh, that was fun to watch. Um, for those of you who caught the Monday Night Football game, but of course he's on the bench. So, oh no, he started yeah. him last week. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong week as I did. So, I like Cordell. Classic bars. trap. <laughs> That's my clickbait for the week. Um, yeah, definitely see some lines on there. I like that one for gross. I can get with that. Uh, are we, if we're still giving advice, has he fixed his roster kicker from last week? Okay, he has.
0: Are so you are sure? y- looking at the right week?
1: I am. I'm back on this week. So he is at least kicking, keeping up appearances. As uh, He had Graham gunnell former FSU grad. Shout out. Um, now he's got Joey Sly. He's got a pretty monster beard.
0: But yeah, Joey Sly. I like that. I like that for a kicker.
1: Yeah, Adrian Peterson Gorge. kind of fell off the train, too. Yeah. Gross has got an uh, yeah. interest in a dynamic. He's got some really young guys, and he's got some really old guys, like Peterson, <laughs> Fitzgerald. Uh... It's
0: kind of a perfect marriage in his mind, from what I understand. <laughs>
1: oh, God.
0: <laughs> Robin
1: the Cradle. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Classic. Yeah, let's see these kind of position groups for Gross. He's got one top 10. Hayden Hurst. Top 10 tight ends.
0: Probably the, the worst position to have a top 10 at. Yeah, one. tight
1: end is weak this year. Really weak. Ah, he's going four straight weeks with seven plus, though. That's not bad. Oh, yeah, he's fine.
0: He's fine, but I mean, you know. Yeah, understandable. Did- yeah. <laughs> The number yeah, the the guy right right below it might be just garbage. Yeah.
1: I mean the much the much hated kickers in the group chat this week. I mean, still Joey Sly, twelfth kicker, is still banging in eighty two points this season compared to Hayden Hurst's seventy five point nine over the course of the year. And Sly is only the twelfth ranked kicker.
0: Okay, okay. So up there. A K one k
1: one certified k one startable in all twelve team leagues um suck at field yates <laughs> take it back take it back fantasy advice um dang okay i'm r- i'm running out of options i'm trying to think of what's left um hmm <laughs> I mean we gotta have a turkey, right? If we're gonna have Thanksgiving, we gotta get a turkey on the board. Yeah. Um Yeah, I guess I mean I don't really have a good one, so I'm just gonna force it out away. So this may be a point, you know, we've just been a- agreeing with each other like a couple a couple weirdos. Um so I'm gonna go uh sharpless with the turkey. Um you know, because whatever, the turkey is like the poster child for Thanksgiving. Gets a lot. Everybody always goes off about the turkey. But question: Is turkey that great? Um, Sharpless obviously a, a disappointing season, probably. Um, you know, once he got a losing record, um, he was texting me that he was in a. a He was already eliminated from the playoffs. Um, And it's funny. I I forget. uh, Somebody brought it up, but it's like Sharples doesn't know how to lose. So he just had that one nightmare season. Uh, I think it was like 14 or 15 was the only year, I think, that he missed the playoffs. And his team was just a complete wreck. But Sharples has had so much success that he doesn't know how to lose. And so he, like, freaks out whenever it happens. Um, Yeah. All that to say is, uh, Turkey kind of hit or miss, um, I think Turkey kind of overrated. Sharpless overrated coming into this season. Obviously, Mahomes steals the headlines there. I mean, he's got Mike Evans, who's basically a tight end, um, and at the wide receiver spot. Um, you know, he's always tinkering. He's always grinding. He's always trying to, um... Um, get that value. It's like the turkey, but you bought it a month ago, so it's been sitting in the freezer, you know. Cause Sharpless likes to get that value. He's he was trying to get out in front of it. Got that Thanksgiving turkey uh, that he's been mm-hmm. holding on to, and um, yeah. So it's just kind of like, yeah, it's there, you know. It's gonna be playoff. Sharpless is gonna be there, so it's like you know, check the box. Um, but the the I I see Sharpless is a first round drop off which, um, if Sharpless wins a playoff game, he wins the whole thing. If he loses a playoff game, obviously he's out. Um, so <laughs> not very great math. I think it's what 12 and two, but he's never made it past the first round and then lost. Um, but it's just like hit or miss it's average. His record's average at five and five. So Sharpless is my Turkey.
0: Yeah, I, w- I agree. Turkey is overrated. Um, but I think a lot of that has to do with how you cook the turkey and people cook it wrong. I've been watching some videos recently on how to do it. Uh, not that I'm going to do it, but I just, I've always thought that turkey is overrated. So I agree with you there. I think that people, there's too much margin for error with cooking a whole bird. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, regardless of my thoughts on turkey, turkey is a dynasty. So I would say that that's an, an apt comparison because Turkey's a dynasty, and regardless of whether you think the early 2000s Patriots were overrated, they were a dynasty and they won championships. So yes, I would say Sharples is a turkey. Plus, I you know, <laughs> I don't like to uh, nitpick people's rosters too much anymore because I feel like you can just get to the scenario where like, oh, I don't, like this part of it I don't like that part of it. Not saying you were, that's just you, but I've done that before, and then their roster just falls out. I mean, he has a roster fully capable of, you know, Mm Patrick Mahomes, DeAndre Swift, DJ Moore, Mark Andrews could catch a couple touchdowns. All those guys could go off for 20-plus, and, you know, you may not like it, but uh, you're going to have to bite into that dry breath (laughs) and uh, deal with it and then maybe get down to those moist guys and uh, take another L. So.
1: There you go, man. There you go. You just, you just, (laughs) you crunch into that. And it's just that dry turkey breast is just like a bag of sand. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're
0: you're chewing on it. And then Shep is over there swinging around that dead turkey neck laughing at you.
1: (laughs) True, true. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point of the dynasty. Uh, I like that. But synonymous with the playoffs, man. He's always gonna be around. He's always gonna be there. Yeah. He has uh I, he is really excited about his smooth young boys. All the young boys he's inviting to Thanksgiving there, including your boy <laughs> uh Yee Higgins. Um Ooh. he's he's been
0: excited about the boys going off lately. They're good, man. Ye Yee Higgins is uh Yee. he's looking pretty good. And then Swift has just been producing i was talking uh, uh. with seth about swift and he's like oh you know he's only been a top 20 back because there's a couple good weeks i'm like yeah to be fair like they still count and uh you know the points still count and he's been pretty consistent overall but mm. you know it's like i think he's got some guys that uh, you might overlook but if he's turkey i would say you are uh Honey baked ham, a room temperature honey baked ham. <laughs> room so, temp. A little a little divisive. A little divisive. But uh get some wins. Whether whether they're big wins or small wins, they get some wins. They might get overlooked by the turkeys of the league, but they still get some wins, which are delicious as the honey Ham always is. I, I typically do prefer the honey Ham because it's always cooked to perfection and it's got that nice glaze on it. Same.
1: It adds a it adds a nice saltiness, uh, which oh, I, yeah. I feel like it brings a little grit. I feel like it bring a little grit and uh, saltiness involved. A grinder, definitely a work in progress. Something that needs sweetening up. I like it. I'll take that. I'll take that. Something that you got to put some work
0: into, you know. Ross yeah. is always a work well, in progress. I mean, you don't really need to because you just go to the <laughs> honey bay ham store and just buy it. But
1: well, yeah, I mean, but they <laughs> they've done work to the ham. Oh, they've they they do work it. The okay,
0: yeah. okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, pretty fair. I'm a huge ham fan, and I've always had it kind of. Out of the fridge and on the counter, which there was a big debate amongst our apartment a couple of years ago about whether you need to heat it up in the oven or just go at it kind of cold to room temperature. And, uh, <laughs> very, very divisive.
1: Yeah. What was? Oh, because that was just a that was just an apartment night. I was like wondering. I was like, yeah. why were we making ham? But uh, yeah, the boner um, had a gift certificate. Um, J-Bone was always getting into these strange gift certificates, but he, it, I didn't even know these kind of stores existed, but he had a honey baked ham gift card <laughs> that somebody gave him. But the, evidently Edway, and I didn't learn this until J-Bone was like breaking it down for me. Those things are crazy expensive. Like at this store, I don't remember exactly what the store was called. Maybe it was the honey baked ham store. Um, yeah. so correct me if I'm wrong, but. He had like a, I want to say a fifty to seventy-five dollar gift card to the Honey bake Ham Store, and he's like, "Yeah, why don't we go off? I'll get the ham, you guys take care of the sides and all the other stuff, and we'll just have like a, a ball out like hardcore heavy dinner and uh, watch some Pretty Little Liars." And uh, we're all like, "Well, that sounds dope." So yeah, then we get into this ham situation, Adway. And um, so it, it was in the fridge because he had gotten it a couple days before. And um, so the debate, like you said, among the apartment way because it was a, five, a five-man a five situation, um, you, me, LJ, Big Nug, a.k.a. Carson, and The Boner, a.k.a. J-Bone. <laughs> the Boner! Um, but, yeah, so it was a hot versus cold situation. And I think cold won. I think it was... uh. You, Carson, LJ, LJ. on Team yeah. Coldham.
0: What I remember, what I remember happening, I don't remember Carson really having much input at all. I remember it being split between me, you, J Bone, and LJ. And you and J Bone were adamant that we needed to heat it up in the oven. There oh, were yeah. instructions about heating it up in the oven, and I had, I was saying that I had always just had it out of the fridge, and LJ was saying the same thing. But LJ, I, I was saying kind of out of the fridge, and LJ was saying room temperature, which doesn't really sound very appealing. That's not really – I won't stand by that room temperature because, like, I'm not letting it warm up and just be kind of blah. You know, I, I'm saying cold. But room temperature ham <laughs> kind of became a joke because he was always saying it. And then uh, what happened was, was J-Bone, from what I remember, j overruled because he said, well, it's my ham. And so we're like, okay, sure, we'll heat it up. But LJ kind of, knowingly or unknowingly, I, I'm i am still not sure if he did this on purpose. He kind of accidentally didn't cook it right. So he added it like, he claims the instructions say to have it at like 150 for like 20 minutes. So it just went room temperature. He didn't really cook it at all and um, warm it up at all. You don't need to cook it, but but yeah, it was just room temperature, which was hilarious. And I was all about Jimmy yeah. was freaking out.
1: Yeah, that that was a hilarious divide. Um but, well, there's a lot of angles to attack there, just to kinda as we're saying, the C for people. Um so one of them a way, of course, was the angle that LJ has a precedent of being a room-temperature meat kind of guy um, as as far as letting meat sit out on the counter for over a day um, before he's getting ready to cook it and other stuff like that. So that part of it doesn't surprise me. Obviously, it sounds gross and strange because it is, especially coming from LJ, but that is not out of character for LJ in that regard. Um, also not out of character for LJ to be vindictive um, and kind of pseudo-bake that ham. Because there's no way at 150 degrees, that big, thick ham. And that one was really wide. It, I'm putting three C's on that thick Attaway. Um, there was no way that they was get there in 20 minutes. And I don't think he put it in there for 20 minutes. But it was at, yeah, to your point, it was at, he put it in at like 150 or 200 degrees tops. Um, and then also kind of third layer of that with LJ he did have a precedent of being completely incompetent when it, when it came to preparing his own food. Um, so a lot of different things work in there. Um, but, yeah, it did not get warm, so I think J-1 and I ended up microwaving it uh, later on anyways, which we could have just done. But am pro cold ham, it's just, I don't know. To me, I like it hot with dinner and we're like when we're eating all that hot stuff, but I love a cold, next-day kind of ham sandwich. You slap it on some uh, Martin's potato rolls, cheese of choice, boom. Little grab-and-go, some sliders. Uh, those are pretty done, dynamite.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, those Black Friday meals are the bomb. Yes. Just getting a leftover sandwich.
1: <sighs> it's like when you ball yeah. out for Chinese food. Like, you ball out, get the big packets of everything, and just eat Chinese food all week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I've usually just been, uh, just eat it all in one night and then eat myself.
1: (laughs) When's the last time you had Chinese food?
0: It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I really can't think of the last time.
1: Yeah, me neither. It's getting cold. I like to eat Chinese food when it's getting cold. Well, colder. Um, Yeah. But I like to eat Chinese food. That's a good cold weather food, at least for me. Yeah, I'd agree. Anyways, well, let's continue down the list. We got what seven downs. That means it's my pick. I do the evens. Um, who we got? We got Nick left. We have you left. We have uh, Marty left. Oh, we didn't do Marty yet. Marty's gonna be a fun one. Uh, Owen, (laughs) and there's one more we're missing. One, two, three, four, uh, five,
0: six, seven. One, two, three, four. Who are
1: we forgetting about?
0: Did you count yourself? Yes.
1: Cause I'm one of the seven that we've done already. Well let's right.
0: go- uh I see so wait. You said Dave, Marty, Owen, Nick.
1: Have we done Dave? We've done.
0: No, but that would mean oh, okay. we've done
1: eight. I didn't count Dave. Okay, yeah, so we're good. Yeah, Dave was the one I was thinking of. I was just going down the list, and so I was mistaken. Um. Man. Um... Wait, Wait. but I only count. Am I crazy? Oh, no, I didn't count
0: myself. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we're good. We're
1: good. <laughs> you didn't count yourself that way. Yeah. That's right. Dang, I'm trying to bring up your team, you know, because I feel like it'd be kind of lame to do yourself unless you wanted to do yourself Um, first. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Um, I just want to say, I, I bring up your team, I just see Coach there, I just want to say Fudge, um, but I've got no reason or, I don't know if Fudge is a common Thanksgiving thing. So I'm really trying to force this issue Um, a way. So how about you need a little butter. Adaway's <laughs> on a roll. Um, oh, yeah, it was brutal. Um, but yeah, give me some rolls. Adaway flying under the radar. Uh, right now, I think a couple close losses at six and four. Still one of the most powerful teams. Um, Russ, danger, Russ. Let Russ eat. Um, always a weapon ready to fire off. Um, got a lot of type t- top 10 guys at their positions. Um, especially Kamara, who lost the number one running back spot to uh Dalvin last week. Uh, him and Dalvin yeah. had kind of been seesaw on that one, too. Um, last couple weeks, but uh, yeah, that Kamara Hopkins trade paying off. Um, able to fold Julio into the mix. You get the number three overall tight end, Jonu Smith, um, mm-hmm. who was uh, going off earlier in the season. Had a couple, uh, you know, solid player down the stretch last couple weeks, um, getting some good looks.
0: Um, Speaking of that, i just chiming in. Jonu Smith is neck gold, man. Look at that Nancy <laughs> neck. If you're
1: looking, at his <laughs> yeah. Whatever you're it's, doing right now, open up adaways roster and click on Jonu Smith's Jonu. What is it, Jonu? I don't actually know the correct pronunciation.
0: I I think it's Jonu, but I'm not sure. Here's I really don't
1: know. Jonu. Um. Yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, that thick once again. <laughs> once again, it's like that ham that we were talking about earlier. Um. <laughs> Yeah, got some ups and downs. You know, you had a couple times where uh junior, little max, kicked over the the basket of rolls and kind of rolled around on the floor a little bit. Um mm. stubbed a toe a couple times, got outscored. Um always a solid side. Once again, I mean last year of course being an anomaly, but rolls are a staple. Big fan of a little brown and serve. Um got a lot of brown on this roster out of way, and uh serving <laughs> up some dubs. Uh, so far this year. Uh, plus I love, uh, I think he's been on a couple different teams. Um, I'm a big fan of talking about profile pictures. Um, Rodrigo Zach Blankenship has a money profile picture as well. Uh, he's got the, uh, those look like glasses, but I've seen him play and he does their rec specs during the game. uh, golden look have you watched any indianapolis games this year or seen any no. Indie highlights
0: no i no, i've seen him before for sure because he was at georgia right um, oh true. the only thing that was picture better is if he i think it might have been like one of the first games anybody knew who he was he did an interview after the game with you know aaron andrews or whoever it was Uh, And he he had the specs on, but he also had his helmet on during the interview. He looked like (laughs) such a weirdo. So if he had pulled out the helmet for this profile picture, too, it would have been even better.
1: Yeah, because you know they ask him, I mean, because anybody doing interviews asks him to take off the helmet because they want to see his face and it sounds better. And, yeah, they definitely asked him. So it's not a situation where they just kind of let it slide. Like, that was something that he must have insisted on. Um, Yeah. Because also, you know, with the lighting and everything, too, they want to be able to shine it on his face so you can see him. But <laughs> that's funny. That was at Georgia when he did the interview with the uh, helmet on, you said?
0: Yeah. Okay, Yeah, like his freshman year or something.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so I didn't really have a good one, so that's really the best I got
0: Uh, being the roles. Yeah. Now, I, you know, I'd agree with that, especially right now. The roles are definitely not something anybody's looking forward to. Um, and you use it to just kind of soak up some gravy, kind of spread it across the plate, you know, stuff some mashed potatoes into it, consume it like a monster, like an animal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm a fan. You know, it depends on the rolls, but usually they're pretty just fine. I mean, I, I love a good King's Hawaiian, so pretty low effort. Somebody just brings it back, of little rolls like that, and they're delicious.
1: There you go. There you go. Yeah, I do have some um, good rolls, though. Rolls, also on my underrated list. Underrated.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would say Nick is like sweet potato casserole for me. Okay. It is the powerhouse, delicious, just really good. Um, I mean, I just love sweet potatoes. I love that sweet potato casserole. I've taken over making that. Dish to bring to Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, I'm a I'm a major fan. I switched from using brussels sprouts to real sweet potatoes, and nobody complained. They all talked about how good it was. So, uh, so I'm gonna keep rolling with it. But uh, a lot of good stuff, you know, solid, uh, solid choice no matter what. I mean, obviously a good, good Thanksgiving dish, but also I eat sweet potatoes throughout the year, so I'm a big fan.
1: There you go, there you go. That's pretty good, that's pretty good. Nick with a, a little bit of sweetness there. He's got a good base. I just like the consistency and the taste. Mm. Very distinct um, <laughs> taste. There's not much like it. Um, yeah, Nick's been very distinct in the regular season. Um, last couple of years, which has been noted, I believe... 17 and 5 last 2 years in the regular right. season if i'm doing my math right um definitely yeah that should be right definitely the best record over the past 2 regular seasons so far i mean you can't go wrong with dalvin cook um he's got the first and third running backs um interestingly enough both played high school ball in florida um i think derek henry was at yulee high school mm-hmm. um and uh dalvin was uh he was miami right some one of the yeah. schools in miami was he Carroll city one of the- northwestern one of those schools i'm
0: not sure which one it was i could look it up it's i will do so very slowly slowly we're gonna plug our sponsors right now <laughs> miami central
1: central okay yeah central the the rockets Yes. Dang!
0: Disrespect! Disrespect from Wikipedia. His Wikipedia profile picture is some some dude from the Redskins just putting him on his butt. Like, uh, dang! He's just about to get like both cheeks are about to slam on the ground. Unless, unless uh, this is a rule that Owen and I have discussed. I, I have said that your butt cheeks should not count out. You should be able to, you should be able to bounce right up off your butt and keep going. That's what I think.
1: Interesting. And
0: Owen said that would cause a problem because somebody could just booty trampoline their way straight to the end zone right from the get go. But true, I think that would be extremely entertaining. <laughs>
1: I mean, that would be absolutely brutal. I think that's a quad killer uh, for a little booty hops, Scotch. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think you cramp up. <laughs>
0: These guys have some strong booties, man. It's the reason why tight end is a position group.
1: True, true. It's also a reason why uh, a booty, a cheek, um, counts as two feet in the end zone. You don't, you don't need to get two cheeks down. You only need one cheek. Uh,
0: they're going to check it for grass blades afterwards. They don't even <laughs> go to the booth for that one.
1: True. True, true, true. Yeah, I like uh Nick's team, like we talked about before, I think he's one of those guys. I think there's probably three or four guys that you could say legit uh and I say guys in the league, league managers um that have a legit chance they could score one seventy every week. Um for me, Nick falls in that category. Uh DK Metcalf was just a dynamite pick um i remember talking to him about it on draft day briefly but um i mean just become a certified beast number one wide receiver right now and the way seattle's defense is playing i mean anybody on seattle offense in the passing game is pretty money uh as you know you got russ and then uh marty with tyler lockett um but yeah nick a little sweet potato casserole a little something sweet um sprinkle little marshmallows on there white and crunchy i do imagine it being served by like a southern grandma uh it's kind of how i imagine it but not like a super hot like southern grandma like yours that way but like just like a normal old shriveled up white hair grandma um come get some pie now y'all and you know nick as the league's country bumpkin um falls into that category well So we'll give uh, Nicholas a sweet potato pie.
0: Yeah, dudes with not-hot grandmas.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the uh, the not-hot grandmas support group. Or I guess it's the predominant. predominant. Is that the right word I'm looking for here? That's the main thing. So I guess it would be more a hot grandma support group. So you would be in a support group of people who other except for the hardships of having a hot grandma
0: yeah led by caleb gross the
1: group <laughs> is led by yeah true he's a he's just in there for fun
0: <laughs>
1: he's just like oh man i totally feel your story do you have any pictures of your group? <laughs> that's why i know for a fact that uh gross's wife doesn't listen to the podcast (laughs) because if she was listening to the the uh episode where he talked about your grandma might have been game over
0: Uh, oh yeah (laughs) game
1: over man (laughs) but uh that's a good one that's a good one even one i guess uh that pretty much sums up nick Uh, Like I said, we kind of did big picture stuff, but I think everybody knows Dalvin, Derek, DK, the big three. Um, Let's go down the list. Um, Marty is always the most intriguing team to me year in, year out. Um, There's always kind of a mysticism around Marty's team. Um, And so... It's all over the place. Um, You know, some years it could be historically bad. Other years it could be historically good. Him pulling off the great escape after starting 2-8, and somehow making it not only to the playoffs, but the league championship game. Um, So I think, at least in my experience at a way, of like holiday parties, like most of the time there's that alcoholic drink. It's not consistent. It's not always eggnog. It's not always something else, but it's like, Somebody's got some kind of alcoholic beverage that's like, you know, at a usual party, it wouldn't really be accepted, but Thanksgiving, it gets a pass, Uh, so sometimes it gets turned, and other times it's just a train wreck, and I look at Marty's roster and Marty's track record as kind of a manager, and he's right around uh, just under the 500 record right now, Um, but um he's all over the place and uh you never know what you're going to get um but it's going to be fun to watch and uh, just like a party you know people are drinking this mysterious alcoholic drink um some people are getting blasted and that always leads to some entertaining stuff um but how about the rejuvenation got a lot of flack for Boston Scott um but almost 20 points last week and it wasn't just filling in for Sanders um semi boston scott emerging as a legitimate starter running back 39 uh marty continuing to prove the haters wrong um the last three weeks for boston scott fantasy wise 16.4 7.7 19.54 after this is me just rounding up to single digits which of course double double digit uh fantasy decimal scoring league Six nine zero zero three four in the weeks previous to that. Um, some Marty once again pulling his Oracle card, um, beating us to the punch on Boston Scott, also Chase Claypool as well, getting into that mix. Um, yeah, some ups and downs. Uh, some Marty's my mysterious Thanksgiving alcoholic beverage.
0: All right, I agree. I don't know that we ever really had that at my Thanksgiving, but I like the comparison. Uh, it's definitely not something I would have thought of. through that, but I'd agree. I'd agree with what you said. Um, let's see who do we have left. We got Owen Dave, and Dave and Owen. Owen. Uh, I see Owen's like corn. Um, he's just you know he's going to be back, but. Again, you know, it's a staple, but you're not really excited <laughs> about what's going on. Sometimes it can be rough. Um, sometimes, you know, you see it and it's tasty and you're eating it. Sometimes you see it in your turds the next day, um, depending. So, you know, sometimes it's creamed. But that's all I really have on that one. Not, not that creative.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was getting creamed earlier. Uh, yeah, Owen <laughs> went on a little tear there. What did he get, three out of four? Um, I think a couple losses. Or no, yeah, he went 0-5, won three in the next four, and then just lost last week. Um, but, yeah, still in the conversation. Yeah, I like that. Um, sometimes you get the soggy, creamy corn, uh, <laughs> and then other times you get some nice cornbread. Um, so we saw Owen's turn together a couple of victories. I think he's really benefiting from the Todd Gurley. Um, I thought Todd Gurley had had his swan song, but, I mean, just a touchdown machine this year. Um, I think he has nine touchdowns, um, so he's averaging one per week. Um, But he's probably the most consistent touchdown player. Also, potentially most touchdown reliant. Uh, But Tua, great pick on that. Tua getting paid off already. Number one kicker. I know everybody loves with kickers. Jason Sanders, Dolphins Power, back-to-back 13-plus point games, um, so some good stuff, but also, yeah, overall, it's been a rough go, um, you know, it's like Owen has been taken and uh, reclassified, so Owen was the Native American with their kind of uh, typical corn add and um, the league has come in ever since Owen got off to that hot 9-0 and start back in the early days of the uh, league. And uh last couple of years years uh, turned it out, and it has turned into something that ends up in our crap, uh, Attaway, as you said earlier, um, <laughs> that we cannot digest. And sometimes it's hard to look at Owen's team and digest things. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, though, also a nice little nugget in the turd there. Um, he's been doing well, Brandon Baba Ayuk. Mm-hmm. Top th- <laughs> top 30 wide out. That was a good laugh, by the way. That's <laughs> going in <into> a future intro. <laughs> it
0: was just so good. That joke was so good. Yeah, I know, right? I really set
1: you up for a dope one. Aren't we hilarious? And this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we awesome? So that leaves one uh, bottom of the barrel. Dirty Man. Dave. Um, I can't really think of a good one here. I've had it in the past. I don't know if it's typically common. And uh, if you guys are, and that's one thing, you tell us if these dishes are pretty common or pretty obscure, or tell us you're obscure um, or not necessarily uncommon thing. Cause I feel like everybody's been to a couple different Thanksgivings. Um, the majority of the leagues been to the friends givings at way. So we can kind of get a unique spread there. And so, you know, everybody's had a couple different environments. Um, but I uh, just, I'm just thinking Dave and like coleslaw. Um, I don't think that's a Thanksgiving thing, but I'm picturing a Thanksgiving table. It's like Turkey, Stuffing um, and rolls and other stuff, sweet potato pie, and I'm imagining casserole. I don't know if it's there or not. Casserole is good when done right. Casserole can be really dynamite. I can be a casserole fan. Um, Obviously, Dave is my hated rival, so I'm not a fan of Team Dave. But I mean, there's some good elements in there. We got a nice crunchy uh, veggies. Oh, you mean
0: cold. You mean you Okay, you're saying casserole for coleslaw. I think you mean.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was trying to say yeah. coleslaw. I don't know what I'm saying anymore.
0: Obviously. That's a very broad term, there. Yeah,
1: <laughs> coleslaw. Yeah, okay. My mistake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just got wrapped up into hearing my own voice, that way, and then I was just like trying uh-huh. to, <laughs> trying to put this erection back up into my <laughs> waistband. Um, Somebody's gonna
0: fact check us <laughs> on that, though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But uh I mean yeah, obviously we talked about it Dave, the sleeping giant, um high profile liked his team uh coming in early and uh, but you know, slimy Dave, we thought we had vanquished him and we thought we put too much dressing on there, but Dave is kind of sliding up back into the mix. Um, ever since that Hopkins trade, he's been going off um but Dave back in the mix so I didn't really have a good one. So I admit that I'll take the L on uh that metaphor at I don't know if you have alternatives that you can offer up to Dave, but it's really best I got at this point in time.
0: Yeah, I I I can't abide just because I don't think I've ever seen coleslaw at a Thanksgiving. <laughs> personally. I don't mind the comparison, but I you know, I think maybe it's a travesty that we haven't mentioned um I would say pecan pie and stuffing are two that are somewhat divisive in the sense that like <laughs> I get I get the feeling that some people, like I, I've thought Dave's team's been good the past couple of years and I've seen some haters, some, uh, some deniers talking about it's not that great or whatever. So I think maybe that's a comparison for me is like pecan pie. It's super sweet. Not everybody's a fan. I'm not crazy about the filling. But uh, I could see you would love it, and then stuffing. People can't even decide whether to call it stuffing or dressing. So that's divisive in and of itself.
1: <laughs> there you go. I like that.
0: Um, and sometimes it's just shoved up a turkey's, uh, you know what? So
1: <laughs> yeah, against our will, it's just put in there. <laughs> like uh, we're all the turkey. Yeah, uh, with our with her sandy breast sat away and <laughs> Dave just comes up powerfully punched inside the B-hole and just marinating inside of us until we eventually um, crumble, get dried he's out.
0: To, he's trying to stuff your roster with three bench players and <laughs> take your best player.
1: What, you've got two keepers that I want? How about I stuff you for bench players? (laughs) These guys would all start on your lineup. (laughs) Uh, Dirty Dave, he's dangerous, though, man. Uh, Stuffing's dangerous. I I like that if we go stuffing route. Stuffing is dangerous. I could eat a whole bowl of stuffing. Dave could feast, man.
0: I'm a big fan of stuffing, personally, as well. Ugh, man, I'm getting a lot of K-pop ads on ESPN. <laughs> I don't know what I've been saying lately, but they they have me down. Dang, dude!
1: I always get a lot of insurance commercials when I'm watching uh, ESPN.
0: I yeah, realize how dangerous you are. All the stuff you're breaking around the house. <laughs>
1: Crashing cars, etc. So there you go. Our, thanks, uh. our Thanksgiving feast on the table: we have some Geordie pumpkin pie, some Seth uh, third-string mashed potatoes. <laughs> I forgot about those. Clayton, little roasted veggies. Cody, your green bean casserole. Gross. Your can of cranberry. Sharpless, your turkey. Uh, I'm the I'm the room temperature ham. attaway has got the rolls. Nick is that sweet southern potato pie. Marty the Mysterious Beverage, Owen, I forgot
0: Owen. Owen's the corn, the creamed corn. Oh,
1: yeah, creamed corn. And Dave is <laughs> numerous things, uh, which we can't decide. So pick your own uh, Thanksgiving dish that Dave is. Um, but I was going to say something that way, but then I completely forgot my train thought.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I, I think it we form a perfect meal, though. I'll say that much.
1: That's a good meal. I'd eat all those things there.
0: Yeah, I'd eat every single one of you, <laughs> including me.
1: You'd eat yourself.
0: Yeah. That's good. That's uh, good.
1: We want to get into some picks. We haven't done those. We want to drop some picks.
0: Yeah, I. We're running we're running pretty long. I'm gonna skedaddle after we speed round these, but I know there'd be a fit if we don't do the picks.
1: No doubt. You On know.
0: my end, I would throw a fit, so let's uh let's dive right in as far as I'm concerned.
1: Uh rapid fire. Okay, we gotta go less than ten words, ten word challenge. You say your winner, and then you get ten words um to okay. justify your response.
0: Ooh, okay. And okay. it, it doesn't uh, have
1: to be Senate, Senate structure. You can just do buzzwords.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Let's uh, let's start up at the top with me and you.
1: Oh, prom uh, time.
0: Uh, I'm picking me, my team good, your team bad.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, dang. Yeah, I lost my streak. Oh, does that count? I lost my streak. Streak. Four words. Uh, <laughs> I'm picking me. I lost my yeah, streak. Classic. Classic. Buys. Still yeah. fun. Gonna dub. Nine words.
0: Boom. Dang. Okay. All, All right. right. I will pick Marty. Or no, no, no. Cody, sorry. Cody. Uh Cody better. <laughs>
1: Uh, Marty, Cody, um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Cody too. Um, Cody is my green bean guy. Beans get the wins. Cody.
0: Hmm. I am gonna go with Clayton against Dave, and I'm gonna disregard the word limit here. I'm just gonna say Clayton's tapped into some kind of magic and found uh, a workaround because his three projected leaders are all quarterbacks, so he's gonna (laughs) blow Dave away because he knows some roster tricks that nobody else knows.
1: Three three quarterback league. It's a dangerous game, man. Dangerous game. (laughs) Um. Man, this is crucial. This could go a long way for deciding the overall two seed. Um, give me, you pick Layden. Dang, I, mm-hmm. I want to get a split on some of these. Not a lot of split. Uh, give me Dave. I got to catch up, gain some ground.
0: Okay. 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 Let's see whose side you're on. I'm going with uh, Jordy over Gross because I'm not dumb. <laughs>
1: always a good justification um Jordy quarterback power hmm
0: I like that I like that um, Sharpless I'm Seth. gonna
1: go <laughs> what's that it says Sharpless
0: Seth is the last one oh we got two I got two more oh
1: yeah sorry I forgot about Nick and Owen yeah my bad. <laughs> uh
0: Nick and Owen, I'll go with Nick. Uh, Owen's bro hole is open.
1: (laughs) Uh, This is one of those games, Owen, I don't get, Owen wins.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Last one. Okay, okay. Seth. This Definitely. could be. This could be a. No, it's not. Just kidding. I didn't say anything. <laughs> uh,
0: this could be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go sharpless. Sharpless Seth. I go sharpless. Uh, sharpless wins big. Uh, Swift Mahomes. Uh, Seth mad. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, give me C-sharp, too. Uh, <laughs> He's got that three quarterbacks. Too many quarterbacks. Too many cooks.
0: I think we should have to do a haiku for our next time. That should be a normal thing, because that was kind of fun, actually. Not that I was doing an actual haiku, but uh, it kind of had that flow to it at the end, and I think that could be <laughs> kind
1: of fun. <laughs> Just sounded pretty much un- un- understandable. <laughs> I liked it though. I liked your early picks though. Be good, you bad. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's, it's definitely not high style. But, yeah. Uh, good thesis though to, to build off of. Yeah.
1: I knew you got to get back to the test grind, that way. Any closing words, closing remarks for the people?
0: Um. No. No, everybody be good, be excellent to each other. And if we don't, if you, you don't hear from us by Thanksgiving, have a happy Thanksgiving and, uh, much love.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Set, set eh, Sentiments echoed Attaway. Thankful for all you guys, um, uh, year round, not just around Thanksgiving. Um, uh i was gonna say i hope you guys all win this week shout out to jd mckissick he got a shout out on the fantasy focus um ppr all-star is what they call jd mckissick uh too bad he's already rostered because he's our boy um so you cannot go out and get him can't trade for him though cody's got him um but yep yeah, that's all we got here the runaway licorice train podcast introduce chris Adaway thanks for coming aboard love you guys appreciate you guys doodly doodly happy thanksgiving don't forget those
0: hand turkeys <laughs>